Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. What's up, everyone? Hi. Hi, Pat. Hi. Uh, I tried making it pleasant. It's very nice. It sounds very pleasant. It's, I was surprised. Uh, Steed uh, hopefully will join us at some point. If not, that's on him. I guess that's on him. So, uh, Pat... What has been going on with you? I, uh, I've i got a lot of past stuff and weekend stuff to get to, but I want to hear your stuff first. Oh, hey, Paul. Oh, and Steve joined. Look at that. What's up, boys? Hey, boys. Oh, man, a lot has been going on with me. It's baseball season again. Yeah. So I am totally adjusting. Um, I think when we did the, um, the podcast last time, um, might have been last time, might have been two times ago, it, I had only worked my second game. And um, after doing like, I don't know, four in a row, working during the day, I am not in season for it. Um, so, yeah, Pat, you'd only done like one or two games, and now it's like full swing. Like, I, I worked, we're doing the show out of Monday because I work Tuesday through Sunday. Oh, my God. I'm and, not really looking forward to and it. And that's on top of, that's on top of your normal job. So, I mean, that's like, you know, double shifting yeah, type of things. The yeah. thing I explain to people is like, um, I do the doubles and then the weekend comes and I work Saturday and Sunday and those days aren't that bad because a baseball game, typically they're five, six hours. But then the thing that sucks is I have work on Monday with my regular job. Team goes out of town. I just worked like 10 days or 12 days in a row. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. It's worth it, though. It's worth it. It's a lot of fun. That's to be fair. Yeah. And it would be, and at least when you're doing this, you're going to a cool, it's a cool environment you're going to, you know, something kind of fun, different. Uh, it's, you Have know. you guys seen the new light show? No. I saw a, a clip of it. You did? What'd you think? Yeah. Seizure inducing. <laughs> so somebody made a joke. They're there like, don't worry, only one person passed out. Yeah. Is this a new the Sox are doing a new light show, Pat? The stadium lights, so like the ones that are really high up, they yeah. they now they spin. Oh cool. Like when there's when there's a home it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Very cool. Um, but yeah. Uh so that's what's been going on with me. Yeah. I actually went to a Cubs game last week. Uh my brother like last minute had um, somebody that he was supposed to go with, like that was in contact with somebody who had COVID. And so he like contacted me and was like, Hey, the game's starting 20 minutes. Do you want to go to a game? And it's very few places where you can live where all of a sudden somebody's like, Oh, you know, can you make it to this baseball game in 20 minutes? And I just walked over there and I was there in like 15 minutes. 
you know, it's it's a cool kind of feeling to be able to do that. But I went to the game and uh, I was there with him and three of the friends. And Pat, I did notice what you were talking about with the with the masks thing with with the screens. Yeah, <laughs> because nobody. I think it's like 25 capacity, but I don't think there's almost anybody in the stadium actually wearing masks when they're sitting down. It was nice to be back at a stadium. It was the first time I've been to a stadium in like a year and a half. So it was nice to actually be like at a game and enjoy it. It uh, it went into extra innings and they won. But the, the best part was that uh, we got a good chant going, which was, my wife left me. And not only was our group of people doing it, but there was a couple other groups around us that would also do that. Like the window would go that dun 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 dun. It would be my wife left me. And I think that was on like a Impractical Jokers episode. Was that? Yes. Oh yes, yeah, see, I didn't. Wow. To be fair, I, here's the deal. That might have been on Impractical Jokers episode, but my brother and his friends have been saying my wife left me uh, since at least like 2010, and maybe the Impractical Jokers has been doing that since that, but they've been saying that for quite some time. And yeah, anyway, then it was a lot of things about why she left us. And, you know, there's a lot of in-between comments about she took everything. She took the dog and all this stuff. It it elaborated and uh, it kept getting further and further um, from reality, which is that nobody's wife had left them in that group. But it was Not nice yet. to just be a part of the crowd and uh, to do that. I have a question. How expensive was the food and beverage? Because you got to oh think, God. you know, they got 25% capacity and they had a whole season without fans. So is yeah. it like outrageous? So I didn't pay. Luckily, I got the ticket for free. So I bought um, three beers. So I was like, oh, I'll pay. You know, I'll get three beers. It was $45 for three beers with tax. Jeez. <laughs> so yes, bad. Like $15 for a draft uh, Bud Light. Wow. To be fair, they hide that. It shows up as like twelve dollars, you know, and that there's just like they just tack on all these ticky tack things that ends up being fifteen dollars a beer, um, and so yeah, that's it's absurd. So I, <laughs> to me, it like you know, it was like paying for a ticket, but it uh, yeah, it is a little ridiculous. Cause yeah, again, they're trying to make up for lost money and lost revenue. Should sneak in a flask next time. Yes, in hindsight, yes. Is that frowned upon? that in the in the biz well you have to go through a metal detector well you can get a plastic flask i have one actually um i would say yeah this the people who work there probably don't appreciate it but i mean if you get away look i used to go to concerts and tape like little fireball things to my dick so like you know i could bring those (laughs) in so (laughs) oh the good old days but yeah i don't if you're doing it just to have fun yeah i mean whatever just don't don't get caught. <laughs> I would go in. I would buy a one soda and then I'd go in the bathroom and load it with vodka. That would be my plan. Yeah, I, there are so many good ways. There are so many funny flasks. I've never like owned a legit flask. I don't know. I just but there's so many fun ones out there, like ones that look like bracelets or ones that look like sunscreen <laughs> bottles. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like I just love the hidden ones that are like completely not even supposed to look like alcohol containers. So I actually have a flask. Uh, it was a gift, and um, I went to use it at a Fourth of July party one year. And the worst part about a flask, or flask, excuse me, is um, the, the open, like the open part where like you pour the alcohol in, is so small. Like oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a precision pour at its best. You need a funnel. Almost, yeah. But no, you should probably, if you're ever going to do that, get like. 
a half pint from like a, a liquor store and try to get that. Oh, yeah, you don't even need a flask. <laughs> just so, get the half pint. So, Steve, you were talking about going in the bathroom and just like loading up a, a soda. I had a question about um, bathroom use, and this was brought up by my fiance who has questions about male usage, I would say. I don't want to see your penis. Do you use the hole that's in underwear or boxers or whatever uh, when when using like a urinal? Uh, usually I just leave it through the hole just all throughout the day. So, I, yeah, I guess I do. I'd say, so, do, yeah, do you use that like little pre-made spot that you're supposed to stick your phallic through? Or do you like push down just the top of your, your underwear boxers? Because I had, I had never used that whole thing. But I could see that somebody who doesn't have that would assume that everybody uses that. But that's I don't know if I don't know if no, people do use it. I don't know why they're still making it with the hole. Yeah, I think that if you're at a urinal, like the safest way not to get pee on yourself is to have pants down past the ass. <laughs> yes, like the little kid style. Yep, sure. <laughs> you you do it at home. I don't go past the ass. I do not. <laughs> I do not. You're saying, I don't. I don't do it. I okay. I don't do it in public, but I'm just saying it's the most effective way to do it. <laughs> I guess, but the, your floor might be dirty. Well, he's not saying all the way down. He's saying just like just past the cheeks. Oh, just past the cheeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah I guess I do that sometimes at home. I'm feeling crazy. I yeah. Okay. So so nobody uses the hole here though. I I just was curious if that was still being used or not because like like it's a. Kind of like the fly, the hole in the fly for... I've never known anyone to use that. Yeah. No, and here's the thing. We had um football practice one time, and we ran to Lake uh, Michigan. Yeah. And we thought we were going to just do cardio on the lake the whole time. And coach goes, take off your pads, jump in the water, have fun. This one dude took off... <laughs> he had this, like, underwear. It was like boxer shorts. And he's running down the beach. This fucking thing just comes out of it. Oh, <laughs> look, I could not I could not unsee that. <laughs> it's still obviously you're still talking about it 10 years later. Yeah, <laughs> it serves no purpose. I mean, no, maybe it doesn't. No, it, no, I, I agree. I agree. Well, I, I just wanted to see if I was just the only one because I, you know, it's not something that I typically am looking around to try to observe if other people are also doing that. <laughs> it's frowned upon uh, if you do. So, OK, good to know. Good to know. Uh, Steed, I wanted to talk about something that I tried to involve you in, but you uh, shamefully turned me down, and that is I had the chicken sandwich um, taste testing. We tried the six different main um, chicken sandwiches out there, and we had like seven or I think we had eight people maybe doing this taste test, and we had two judges that were setting, or one judge was setting up this whole taste test that was not eating in the competition, so um we you know the judge so basically people didn't know what they were eating unless they knew what the sandwich looked like just ahead of time and then they uh were rated out on a scale of one to six so the six sandwiches were the popeye's chicken sandwich the chick-fil-a chicken sandwich kfc's uh, mcdonald's culver's and raising cane's chicken sandwich there i'm just going to do a real quick summary on it it's not going to be like the pizza challenge thing which we did live but uh, there are a couple consensus things that were interesting from it. One was that, uh, so every, not overly interesting here, but everybody had either Popeyes or Chick Fil A as their top one. So everybody had one of those two as their top sandwich. 
Um, I guess that's to be expected. Yes. Here's one that was surprising to me. Here's two surprises. Raising Cane's. I don't think anybody had it higher than like fifth out of six on their list. Those ads look so good. So Raising Cane's. They're more known for their strips though. That's true. So what they do here, their, their chicken tenders and their sauce are amazing. But what they do for their sandwich, they literally just throw their chicken tenders on top of two, two buns. Yeah. And then put a little sauce on it. And it just does not work as a sandwich. So no. it it was interesting to like have because that's known as like a quality chicken place. And it was interesting to have everybody that had that rated as fifth or sixth. Um, everybody said it was dry. It just like wasn't it did not hold up to the other like official chicken sandwiches. Um, McDonald's is also pretty low on that list. And then here's was the other interesting thing. I believe everybody, maybe one person didn't, but everybody else had the KFC sandwich as like their second favorite. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So if somebody didn't have, you know, people would either have Popeyes or Chick-fil-A as their one, but their two would almost always be KFC. And then their third would usually be whatever wasn't, um, you know, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A, whatever they didn't pick for one would be three. Uh, so though KFC was always basically in people's top three. Which I thought was interesting because nobody's talking about the KFC chicken sandwich. Yeah. So, sleeper. That was the sleeper. Those were my big takeaways from the chicken sandwich uh, taste test that we did. Wait, did I miss it? What was number one? Oh, it said number one is either Popeyes or Chick-fil-A, depending on the person. It was split pretty 50-50. Okay. I've had had both of those sandwiches. You know what Chick-fil-A is. Like you as do. soon as you have it, because the Chick Fil A sauce, and you do, and that's and that was biased. Um, so obviously, some people knew, and some people might have like, well, I've heard Chick Fil A is good, so I have to pick this one. So you know, you kind of knew. So obviously, that's never going to be a perfect test because it, it just it, it's too hard to tell because it's some people just know. Like you could also tell which one was McDonald's because that one just did not taste as good as the others. It's like chicken was lower quality, um, but. Uh, you know, it still was overall. Cons- I, th- I feel like it was still a fairly solid study because we had enough people doing it. I, I, I liked it. I used to live by a Popeyes when that sandwich was really popular. I yeah. used to get it all the time, so yeah. that, that would have probably been my number one. Too. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, a McDonald's chicken sandwich for lunch today. Yeah, it's not bad. It just it wasn't as good as some of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, um, Steve, is there something you want to get to? Um, I got really drunk at a one-year-old's birthday party last night. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. I'm really hungover today. <laughs> you, st- you stole the one-year-old's um, shine. You were the life of the party. No, that that kid has magnetism about him. He's walking around, doing stuff, just mainly walking. <laughs> but can he read? I don't think he can read, but... I don't think I could read last night. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> I was, I was, I was that drunk? Um, yeah, yeah, that was fun. What else did we do? Uh, we did bro grill. Yeah, Steed. What I found out is Steed is obsessed with uh, Spanish Serrano hams. Uh, he he really likes this uh, Serrano ham from Costco, which right now is a steal. If you can get it for the $60 price point, it really is a very good deal. Yeah, it's 60 bucks. It will take you about two to three hours to cut. <laughs> yes. Um, so bring a friend. But I got, I'm. you know what? I might right after this bust into some Serrano ham. 
It is so good. It melts in your mouth. The flavoring. Yeah. The hamming. Is that Serrano with a C or an S? S. Yeah. It's a, I don't know how they guy. make it. But I'm curious. It's kind oh, of like dude, a... this. Tastes, it doesn't taste like ham. It tastes like um, beef jerky and prosciutto. Prosciutto? Prosciutto. 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 Yeah, it's, it's a Spanish version of prosciutto, basically. It's a cured ham. Um, it's a but, yeah. yamon? What? Yeah, hamon. Yeah, hamon is the Spanish word for ham. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, but they sell it at Costco right now. That's the Costco deal of the week for Chub Stuff. Yeah, it's very delicious. Just tell them Chub Step sent you. They'll charge you $60 right now. Yeah. So the other big news is you now have to stay 60 feet apart to be safe from COVID. Six zero? Yeah, six zero. <laughs> it's not six feet anymore. Okay. Um, MIT did a study, and you got to be 60 feet away. And if you're outside, though, you can be three feet away. <laughs> So I don't know how, but this disease does not like being outside. Yeah. Well, here's what's interesting about the outside thing. Um, Like, so yes, technically, is it possible to get it outside? Yes. But as the last time that I've done the research on this, which was like a week ago, there had been three reported cases of it transmitting outside. Um, So out of the millions of, you know, what the, the insane amount of people that have had it three people have officially gotten it from uh from transmission outside but they don't it, know that but if you if you walked but not exactly not everybody knows where they got it this is just official documented cases and stuff like that but the amount of you know with the amount of people you would see walking outside especially in chicago with masks on you would never know that just because just because it's like everybody's wearing one out there and does it hurt to wear a mask outside? Like, is it physically going to make it worse to do it? No, it's not. Um, but it also, when it physically hurt to wear a helmet while you're walking a sidewalk all the time in case a branch fell on your head, you know, like I, like I don't, I, it, like there's, it's not, it, it's not rational to be wearing it outside when the statistics show that it just doesn't get transmitted outside when you're like walking on the sidewalk. You know, you're not going to pass somebody walking on the sidewalk and get it or ride your bike and get it. Um, you could get it if you were in like a crazy big crowd, you know, outside. It's a, I'm not talking about that scenario. I'm talking about just normal walking around. Um, and so I think the part where it hurts is it kind of creates a false reality of, you know, especially for kids or things like that that are walking around and seeing everybody wearing masks. And it's like, well, now I'm not safe or maybe people have already had the like I've had the vaccine. A lot of people have had the vaccine and they're still wearing it, walking around outside kind of creates this false reality. Well, what's the point of getting the vaccine if I still have to wear this or wear this outside? Or I don't, I don't like the, what it does mentally um, when things just don't logically add up, but people still do things just to do them or because they think it's right. I don't, I don't think that is right, but that's my opinion, but that's, uh, but MIT, right, Steve? MIT. Everybody's got a mask on. Yeah. I don't know. Those nerds don't know what's going on. (laughs) They just make stuff up so they can be in the headline news. That's right. Nobody's talking about MIT enough. Um, yeah. I was just looking up how the Serrano ham is made Yeah, on my computer, and it says you got to refrigerate it after you cut it away from the leg. Um, well, whatever. News to me. News to me. So I just had to go toss mine in the old fridge there. <laughs> okay, got it. It's been uh, unrefrigerated. Yeah, for, but you know, I don't. I don't think it's yeah, vacuum sealed. That's it's vacuum sealed. That was like two days ago. You know, whatever. 
Yeah. So I'm still going to eat some. Yes. And by some, I mean about two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pat, what was something you wanted to get to? Oh, I wanted to ask if pant season is over. For me, it's never over, baby. You're always wearing pants? Well, I'm, I, I, mean, because... I, lo- I love a nice pair of jeans. Um, it was 77 degrees today, so we, it felt comfortable to wear shorts. So with it almost being May, I was curious if we could stop wearing pants. Well, I got some bad news for you on that. It's going to be back in the 60s in two days. But I think uh, shorts are eligible. I walked outside today and I was like, damn, it's nice out, bro. And then I went back inside because I was really hungover. It was was stupid uncomfortable for me today because I walked outside. I was like, holy shit, it's hot. And so I go back inside. I take off, you know, a couple layers and stuff. And then... Oh, where was I going with this? Oh, um, all of a sudden it just got super fucking windy and I was freezing and like shit was flying in my face and like we were having like hurricane winds with like a nice sunny clear day. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty windy. Yeah, I I don't know if you trust that it's you know not pants season. I yeah, Pat, like like you are you know maybe I think you're the same way. I. I'm once it's short season, I'm basically all in on shorts. I, uh, I've even been to meetings where I showed up like I, there was only one time that really, I felt like I shouldn't be wearing shorts, but I was in this meeting, like everybody was in suits and I was in like shorts and like a, you know, collared, a collared, like a nice collared button up shirt that was short sleeve. Hey, that's the new business casual. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm, I'm all shorts. It's their, it's, it's their fault for not having business casual. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are these guys doing? First of all, nothing ended up happening from that meeting. It was a waste of time, first of all. Secondly, uh, if you can't wear shorts, then we've got a problem. I don't want your business. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I had so much fun on this boat. I took it out last week with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. Everyone was wasted, hooking up left and right, okay? So my mom, my mom's favorite gum, and Pat is also speaking of baseball here. My mom's favorite gum is Big League Chew. And that's the best kind of gum. I don't disagree with you. I like Big League Chew too. But I realize how many candy things are tr- like targeted towards children so that they start using the adult version of that when they get older. And it is so weird how many of these there are. Uh, so big, I can think of candy cigarettes and Big League Chew. That's about Big it. League Chew. Candy. So Big, big League Chew obviously dip. Uh, can't and like they do it, and especially a, a lot of baseball kids eat big league chew. It's really called big league chew. Like <laughs> you're just going from that, and you go straight to the. I'm surprised they don't have a bubblegum flavored uh, dip. Uh, like that would make the most the that most would be sense. Disgusting. Well, I'm just saying, I could see it happening. Um, pixie sticks, Pat. You're not going to tell me pixie sticks isn't cocaine. I I haven't had a pixie stick in so long. I don't even remember what it is. Yeah, it's the powder. It's like a candied powder, and then you had a... Okay, you don't snort it. I definitely have known people to snort it. I've I've never snorted it, but I definitely have known people to snort it. Um, I don't think it's a good idea, <laughs> and you don't really get much out of it. Uh, but I definitely have seen people snort it. And the the little candy stick is disgusting. Like, you dip, the, you dip this little, like, you lick the stick, and then you dip it in this dust, this angel dust, they actually call it, uh, and if you're in the biz. And then you... Uh, you lick the stick there, or you snort it if you want to snort it, and then you got those the uh, H needles, which is basically 
hair like candy what? heroin needles. The ones where the kids where you inject uh kind of the liquid like that black <laughs> liquid in your arm. You're going way too far with this. Well that one's not real. But like what about root beer, Pat? Explain root beer to me. Um it's what it's called. Yeah, soda? it's got beer in the name. It's a soda, but I'm saying it's like I, I give it to you that they yeah. they've been in mugs. Yes. But yeah, they, they put it in like a, a mug. It's a lot of times yeah, it's like barrel, like yeah, it's served in mugs or like the picture of it's like a like a bourbon barrel a lot of times, which that's not how not how root beer's made. It's not in a, not in a barrel. Uh but I'm just saying that it seems like a lot of things that just like Steed, the one year old you got to get him on the stuff early if you want him. You got to pick what his vice is. So if you want him to be a drinker, put him on the root beer. If you want him to be a dipper, put him on the big league chew. You know, cigarettes, the candy yeah. cigarettes. You just got to pick. You know, pick, kids are going to pick one vice. Whatever the adult is getting the kid as a candy growing up, that's what their vice. I is just be give like. him. I give him uppers throughout the day. Good. <laughs> Don't even. So I do want to say. Doesn't cry. I do want to say one more thing about Big League Chew. Yeah. If you ever see it at a gas station and it's the blue raspberry flavor, absolutely fucking get it. That's that the best? Is, is it rare? That is, yeah. I've only seen it at one gas station. Ooh. But don't get the apple. That one sucks. Yeah, I don't really like apple-flavored snacks. Yeah, apple's not really my, my favorite. Bird up! Hello! I got a quick, just a quick Tanzania update. Oh, yes. Good. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patients are now transmitting You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Uh, big hurricane coming in. Not a hurricane, a cyclone. Oh, scary. Yeah, it's uh, it's about to slam into Zanzibar, the uh, island right off of Tanzania. Yeah. And it's going to be windy, baby. Yeah, cyclones are such an odd thing. Like, it's, it's such an insane concept. Like a, 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 a tornado on the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. A big ocean tornado. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you know, like some people kind of know when it's coming for, I mean, maybe you can kind of predict it also with the weather. I'm assuming, you know, they can do it where cyclones happen. But I feel like if you're in a car and you're like, where where do you, you can, you can find like a house or something going, if you're on a boat and you see a cyclone, where can you even go? Do you just drive as fast as you can in the opposite direction? Like, there's not like a house you can uh, just go in and hide. So I did see a tornado. I was at the beach and um, in Maryland, and the we were it like randomly got like super dark and windy, like within two seconds. It was like ninety, beautiful, and then it's like dark and windy. We're like, all right, we should leave the beach. Looks like it's gonna storm. So on our way out, you gotta cross this uh, bridge over the bay, and there was a straight up tornado in the water in the bay, and. My cousin was driving, and he just gunned it across. Yeah. His, we were on the bridge when we saw it. Oh God! And it was like a few hundred yards away, and just gunned it across the bridge. That is wild. Yeah, I would, I would flip the fuck out. So would I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a weird one. Pretty cool. That's I had a picture of it, but oh, it was before. You have was, to send it. 
Well, it was before like phones. I was like 16 at the time or something. So <laughs> like I had a flip phone and it was like a horrible quality picture and then I you know, I'm way way past that. I don't have the picture anymore. If I had my iPhone, I would have made a sick TikTok. That is the problem. Imagine all the TikToks, the great TikToks we would have had growing up had we been filming stuff. Yeah, we would have had tons of them. Yeah. I had a weird scenario the other day where I had to take a um I had to take a new employer, new employee drug test type thing. And I wasn't it was not clear the place I was supposed to go because it wasn't actually on the website. Like it was through like the Quest Labs, which is a pretty standard like place that people take tests of things. Um but like the place that it showed up on my piece of paper where it wanted me to take it was not on Quest Labs website. So I was kind of sketched out already, like, was this actually the place I'm supposed to go or not? And I call the place and they answer, Hello, doctor's office. And okay. <laughs> I'm like what? what? Hello, doctor's office. Any like any specific doctor? Like I didn't say that, but I'm thinking if I'm already having a weird feeling going into this, and then you just answer generic doctor's office. Like, what are you doing with my urine after I give it to you? Uh, oh, you don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. And I go to the place, and literally all it says on the outside of the brick building is doctor's office. <laughs> and so I realized that. Just like Dr. J, uh, who's not actually a doctor, um, you might not even need a doctor to be at your location if you just call it doctor's office. Like, it's just the location where a doctor could work. You're not saying a specific doctor. It's just like medical office, doctor's office. doesn't have to actually have a doctor there. I didn't even see a doctor the whole time I was in the place. Uh, well, who'd you see? Just some sketchy guy with a mustache? Just some lady. Um that was work. The lady at the front desk was the one that ended up taking my sample. Uh, yeah. So it was anyway. I just I I was sketched out. I think it went the right way. I don't. You know, it seemed legit once I was in. Once she like put a seal on everything. But like I, I feel like maybe something a little more professional would be in order. Maybe <laughs> that's the best they could do with who they actually have working. So I don't know. Well, you just you know. You were probably on camera, for one. Yes. So you're going to be on the internet. That's fine. Up. I'm okay with that. On some weird fetish site. Um, you should have used a boxer hold, Jay. Oh, yes. You Good wouldn't call. be you know, on the internet. That's true. Should have done that. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. No, it's a, very, it's a very, very good point. I did also get a back rub, uh, like a back massage the other day. I had, a, I had won a gift card in 2011 uh, for a volleyball tournament. And I was, I realized that I uh, was just like, I needed, I'd got another thing for my wallet. And I didn't have room for another card in there. So I'm like, Oh, I got to use this gift card. And it worked 10 years later at massage wow. envy, which I was surprised about. And it was uh, it was a male that did, it was my first time I ever had a male doing my massage. If you guys, oh. if you guys ever gotten a professional massage from a male, yeah, I have, um, but I fucked up my neck playing football, so he was a chiropractor. Hmm. Okay, yes, yeah, so I've had chiropractors a back, before. A back, rub, a back rub was part of the deal. Yes. And uh, yes. probably the scariest neck cracks of my life. But, yes. Yeah. That, yeah, my, my sister works a chiropractor, so I get that neck crack like once a month. It is uh, scary. It is a weird, it is like... <laughs> 
Like, you ever think the, the chiropractor's like, oh, I hope I don't fuck this one up? Yeah. yeah I, I Whoops. <laughs> I, yeah. Imagine like, the first neck crack they do, like the first one ever in doctor training. That would be nerve-wracking. Oh, my God. No kidding. Like... Yeah, I, uh, I, it's such a, it's, I, to me, there's just the room for error there. I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's further away. Also, like, I've never actually seen, I've only seen that in movies, so maybe it's way harder to do it than it actually is. I don't, Steve, did you ever have any training like that in the army for how to break somebody's right. neck like that? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I wasn't that cool of a guy <laughs> where I didn't know how to break somebody's neck. <laughs> They weren't. You weren't doing the sneaking up behind them and breaking. Yeah, pretty much. If I ever would have been in that situation, something would have had to have gone really wrong. <laughs> um. So yeah, especially if you're in the tank type thing most of the time. Yeah, that's yeah. a big, uh, big problem. <laughs> One, you got to get out of that when you don't want to. Two, yes. if somebody is somehow inside of your Bradley. Yes. <laughs> Not good. Not good. So, okay, well, I just, I'm wondering how, how actually, like, you know, it's something in movies that it seems like it happens so easy and it happens in video games. Just see if video games or movies, they'll just come up and just like break the person's neck. I'm wondering if it's a lot harder to do than what you actually see in movies or things like that. I wonder, you know what I wonder? I wonder if you die instantly or like you just pass out and then you die in like five minutes because that would be awful. Yeah. Well, I guess when you, I mean, this is going back to the old West days when they would like hang people as the way to like whatever put them down or yeah you know you go to jail and you're like to the gallows i think yeah. if you fall you like break your neck and you instantly die yes that was so, the, I don't that know. was the hope that they would yeah you would drop and then break your neck yeah it's all bad but chiropractor i mean it does seem to help a lot but it is a very scary feeling and i know i talking to the chiropractor herself she's told me some people are not comfortable doing that some people just will avoid that because it just scares them too much yeah it, it would probably scare me too much i've had it done like once when i was a kid when i got a hockey thing i just got like knocked out in a game and then one of the dads like team dads was a chiropractor and he just like cracked my neck right after the game i yeah. was like why why is he doing that <laughs> yeah yeah um, was there anything else you guys want to get to? I know you guys aren't huge UFC guys, but did you see Masvidal get punched to the moon? Um, no. You didn't see, like, the clip on, like, Twitter or anything? I saw, like, a clip of him. It was, like, a picture of him getting punched, but I didn't see the I, actual. My my brother started showing me a video of a guy, like, breaking his leg, and I just looked away because I didn't want to see it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, think... two broken legs. That, that was a life, but yeah, um, I've never seen anybody get punched harder than that. And I watched the sport all day on YouTube, so it was pretty, pretty insane. You guys should just look up the clip sometime. That yeah, was it. all was uh, he was with like Kimbo Slice, right? Yeah, way back to when it was like <laughs> bare knuckle box. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen all those fights. I was a big as I was you talking about on Chubstep before. I'm a big Kimbo Slice fan. Part of it was, you know, had he looked differently, I don't think I would have been as big a fan. He just had, like, one of the best looks for a fighter ever. He just, like, I, he would have been the character I would have chosen on a video game. Like, if I were to create a character in a boxing video game. He just looked tough and looked like a fighter. And I loved just, like, the essence, his aura, if you will. 
I never even yeah. I could see his aura. I couldn't even feel it because like I was too far away. But I yeah, I like that's cool that, that you know somebody in that era is still fighting um around because I obviously he died young. Uh R.I.P. R.I.P. But it is Pat, some of those times when you see the guys punch like that, you realize that it is scary to think about the amount of damage those people could do and how much damage people's bodies can take when they're ready to take that but if, you, if he was fighting some random person did that exact same punch he could kill somebody you know yeah if, probably if their body's not ready for that it's it has potential for that and it's just uh it's an interesting thing just how much the body like adapts to things like that and yeah i like when dudes are like oh i could ufc fight and then watch something like that and you're just like well <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Because <laughs> pretty much all those guys can punch <laughs> almost yeah. as hard as that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think if I was put in the ring, th- th- during warm-ups, I, if I saw him doing some, like, fake punches, I'd be like, nope. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I quit. Yes. Yes. Happen out. Yeah. That's, uh, there's a lot of sport, you know, professional sports in general. I think it, it, when you see people on TV, you always think you can do stuff. And then just start, start like, if you ever do something with somebody who's an, a professional athlete, you will notice how big of a gap there is between an average athlete, even if somebody considers themselves, themselves athletic and a professional athlete. There's a, there's a big gap in every sport, uh, regardless of how easy it looks. So True that. True that. Well, we can wrap it up there. Um, we'll save some of the stuff and some of the emails and stuff for uh, next week. Um, but... Uh, people can check out new episodes every Thursday. And we had the Oscars and stuff. Nick Russo got some of his predictions right. Uh, I think he gave a good explanation of kind of the overview of things. And, you know, I think it was a good overview and it was it fit well with what happened in the Oscars. Um, there were some upsets and some kind of surprises, things like that. But that's what keeps things like that interesting is when they're not so predictable. So um, uh, Interesting. I heard ratings were... Re- like really, really down. Well, I'm not. I'm saying interesting in the sense that uh, ratings were down from what I heard too, Pat. But it, to me, that's not surprising because, like I told him from the beginning, uh, nobody had seen a lot of these movies with the theaters closed and stuff like that. People were not watching as many of these movies. Like the movie industry was shut down for a bunch of months, so like the hype around movies was not the same as it's been in past years. He said the quality of the movies was down. I mean, it's you know already said you know the top ones were kind of down from that. So. If you don't have something like a parasite where everybody's like, oh, my God, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen, then people aren't excited about they want to see did their movie win? Did they? Oh, are they? Gonna, you know, it's a little different when you don't know a lot of these movies. Um, you're not as excited about what happened. But I'm just saying it's, yeah. it's interesting in the sense that not everything that was the favorite to win won um, at the Oscars. So that's what I'm saying. Just not as not as predictable as some people might have thought. So. We will uh, we'll wrap it up there. It shows every Thursday. Chubstep podcasts on social media stuff, except for uh, TikTok. Pat's doing his own TikTok uh, at <laughs> um, at PC Bro uh, forty four. So you can check him out there. So uh, rate the show on iTunes, and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.